Previously on Getting Dicey. Seated at a table is Casimir. Gestures towards his table. Where to begin? When Strahd was just a man, the Dark Elves tried to bring him down on the verge of being completely wiped out. We surrendered to Strahd's armies. He left us to be at the mercy of the Vistani. You've probably also noticed the lack of women here. Have I? <laughs> More horses Helping than out. women here. <laughs> Unfortunately, these scars will forever remind me of why. When word of Tatiana's death came out across the lands, Petrina became obsessed with not only continuing his, her obsession with Strahd, but obsessed with the power that he now held. There was nothing any of us could do to hold her back, and she left. Petrina returned to this very camp, and there was a fear that she was now married to Strahd, so she was stoned to death here at this very camp. What we didn't foresee was the payment that would come from Strahd. He sent an old friend of mine, Rahadim, to slay every female dusk elf in our camp. That's heavy. My decision to take her life is a burden I have been carrying ever since, and I believe her spirit still languishes somewhere in the catacombs beneath Castle Ravenloft. I yearn to free her from Castle Ravenloft just to see my sister one more time. Well, we wish to right these wrongs. We wish to kill Strahd for what he's done to this place. If destroying Strahd is truly what you are intent on doing, I have heard that the secret to breaking Strahd's pact with the Dark Ones is within the Amber Temple. Getting dicey. <laughs> Before we get started, I just want to cut a little bit. We're going to find, we find ourselves, we're looking at this graveyard behind a church. It's nighttime, and there is fog rolling in across all of the gravestones and grave markers. And a gauntleted okay. hand, a gauntleted hand punches up out of one of the graves. Um, and maybe 20 feet off behind it, another hand reaches up out of the grave. These gauntleted hands cover or push away some of the dirt above them and each of them raise a sword to the to the sky. Anyway, we're back in Casimir's hovel. <laughs> well, no. Cesar Romero over here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, um, I'm assuming, what, the revenants that are going to come yeah. and murder us? Well, uh, murder two people, not oh. me. <laughs> It's it's definitely it's definitely two of them. Um, who knows where the third one is at this point? Oh, there but was three. There was three that that were brutally murdered at the Argenvistolts mm. mansion. Um, so yeah, so Casimir has has basically just finished saying that he believes um, the secret to breaking, or the, there should be some some information about the curse. Uh, and how to break it should be at the Amber Temple. After all, it was the place where the pact between Strahd and the Dark Ones was made. Oh. Hey, uh, Casimir. You know anything about how to break the Curse of Remnants? You seem to be a, pretty familiar with uh, Curse of Strahd, and thought maybe you could help out some sort of way. I'm not quite sure there is a, a cure for that, unfortunately. The revenants are known to uh, fight until their 
Their focus is destroyed. Oh, good. Their focus. Okay. The you focus mean, like, of their, their vengeance. Whoever they are. Oh, yeah. oh, you, Bill. I'm, and Casimir, see, he is like, uh, <laughs> Baron said that, and, and he's just like, ooh. <laughs> Out of character. <laughs> are they, um, are they, are they, are they just the same every time, or do they get stronger each time? Or um, how many times have you, you know, How many times have you come across them? Yes, the ones so far. Right. So yes, they are. They are known to become stronger when they find their focus. Right. <laughs> each time they're destroyed, they they get stronger, or they stay the same once they found their focus. I don't know of anyone who has survived that second encounter. Sorry, Bill. Hmm. Ah, uh, good. Okay, thank you. Didn't we just kill it this morning? That means that every time... I don't know that has risen. But <laughs> how often do they come back? I thought, like, once a month or every six months? Uh, they come back the moment they find a new body to inhabit. Oh, and they're quite good at finding bodies. There is quite a lot of dead here in Barovia. Mm. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I do need to ask, uh, you have mentioned you want to see the end of Strad. Uh, would you be able to accompany me to the Amber Temple? When are you How off? Far is it? Uh, it's, it's a bit of a journey. It's probably going to be a good day's travel. When, when were you thinking of heading out there? Um, I have waited years too long to be able to bring my sister back to life, back to me. So the sooner we leave, the better. Tomorrow, or go to first thing tonight, or sort of a no, next no, week thing, is it? Or? It's probably good to prepare and leave first thing in the morning. But like I said, it's going to be a, a treacherous journey up the mountainside to, to get there. Uh, it's, going to be all, it's going to be an all-day trek. Is it this? Uh, actually, I'll ask this out of character. Is mm-hmm. the is the trek up a mountain like an icy mountain where we will need kind of supplies for cold, or is it just a regular old steep incline? You, well, I mean, we'll say that you've asked Casimir. Casimir's got some of those answers for you. Casimir, oh, right. um, is it cold up there, or you need some the, cold weather gear? Yes, the journey is uh, will take you near a thousand feet up the mountain. Uh, it's treacherous. The, 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 there's uh, almost there will not be enough uh, width in the track for your carriage. Um, and if it wasn't for this, and he holds up his hand with this uh, a ring with a small red stone in it, he says, "Without this, I wouldn't have survived uh, my many journeys up there." What's that? Um, it's a magical ring. It stops me from feeling the cold elements. Oh wow. Where'd you get that? Um, it's been handed down. I've had it for quite some time now. Uh, parents what? or something. I don't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> I doesn't even remember. If it's just a, it's just a magical ring to him. He doesn't really mind. Are you saying that without magic, we wouldn't survive the, the bone chilling temperatures in the altitude? Or are you saying that? What are you, what are you saying there, Casper? You yes. Are, uh, is, this a mis- is this a suicide mission? If, if you don't go up prepared, um, 
like one of the first uh, look let me tell you a story I, uh, one of my early adventures up the mountain don't say you had to eat them all <laughs> <laughs> one of my early adventures up the mountain uh, saw me returning quickly uh, with fear of frostbite uh, sinking in it's without proper preparation um, you, you'll, you won't stand a chance well fuck anyone ever been up a mountain before What happens? Hey, cold. Oh, I'm just trying to think. Do you guys have like? Yeah, I know you've got the, the gear that you're wearing at the moment. Is there? Do you guys have anything else? We've got a rug. The rug. The rug. Yes. That'll keep us warm. <laughs> the rug of warmth. Um, didn't you guys need scroggin? What happened to you guys being like? <laughs> First salesman. What happened? Did you guys keep a bunch of those, or I think we only had one food. It was all a, we were it was all a ruse. It was so, such a good reason you would fallen for it. We didn't <laughs> do a great job of tanning it either. I believe you guys skinned like a couple of werewolves, right? Yeah. Mm. Sure. No, you guys don't remember skinning werewolves outside <laughs> the hundred we foot did. tower. We Oh, yeah. We skinned, I think, one werewolf. Mm -hmm. mm. And we were going to lie that we had a lot more. I think know, that sell. was the lie, that we had lots that we were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we had one this is just one that we're showing. We've got others. <laughs> right, okay, so you've got yeah. one. That was a, a showpiece. Mm. Yeah. Sample. The store sock, yeah. if you will. I might be able to procure you some um, furs and some warm weather uh, gear, but I've... I'm not sure how, my, how many I'd be able to find. Four would be ideal. <laughs> yeah. um, the skeletons will be okay without it. Oh, hang on. Are we going to take... Oh, God. They, are they, do they have some kind of... Um, They're unaffected by cold or really? tiredness or anything like that. Oh, yeah. that's okay, well, that's, that's pretty good. It's like, given some time to prepare, I may have a spell that could aid us, but... How much hmm. time do you need? Four months. Four months, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of preparation, we need to make sure every single one of us has a healing potion on hand. I will not stand the recklessness of wandering into situations without the necessary potions. We need time to gather at least one for every party member. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why do don't, we, we've been looking for those for ages. Why don't we spend the night here at camp First thing in the morning, go to, go back to Velaki, get some cold weather gear, boots, rope, some stuff to you know that stuff you jab in the side of the mountain. I don't know what you call it, <laughs> and uh, and then, some potions. And then come come back here, and then head off. Yeah, which direction is this Amber Temple? Um, it is a a top Mount Gakis, which is to the south of uh, Barovia. <laughs> Got it. Guckies. <laughs> Guckies. Where is that? Is that to the north or? That's <laughs> <laughs> losing it. <laughs> Guckies is south of uh, Barovia. <laughs> You've got a gross sounding name. What's south? Guckies. Mm. <laughs> Who names? What? Well, could rename it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we go north, then we go south. 
Um, I must warn you that I haven't ever ventured past the gatehouse atop Mount Gakis. Uh, <laughs> you said you've been up there countless times. I, I have. Uh, the furthest I have been Could was be. the uh, gatehouse to the temple. Um, the temple being uh, maybe another hour's trek from the gatehouse. I see. Why did you just go to the gatehouse? There, there are these guardians of, of the gatehouse. When the, the gatehouse was built, it was to protect people from venturing into the temple itself. Um, I managed to survive with my life, but if it wasn't for those statues coming to life, I'm sure I would have been able to venture further. Statues. Are they massive? Oh, they're pretty big. <laughs> big yeah, oh, big, wow. uh, big winged um, stone statues that Ooh. came to life the moment I neared the gatehouse. Oh. See something that triggers them. I'm, I'm just wondering, can we go around? Um, it's not. No, I, I, I have tried it a couple of times, and each time it just seemed to be a uh, proximity thing. I get to a certain okay. point, and I would see the the stone facade cracking, and I. Uh, I would leave pretty Grabbed promptly. your ring and go out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, it's good to know. Thanks for telling well, me. Uh, do you know anything about such, such conjurations? How do we kill them? We could kill them. I'll kill them myself, I swear. <laughs> um, I've only ever really ventured up there by myself in search of solutions to bring my sister back to me, so I haven't taken much in the way of uh, an army or weaponry. This is why I'm asking you, this is why I'm asking for your help. You've asked the right people. And speaking of fighting, I have a great desire for vengeance in my heart against this cursed Rahadin. How dare he take the lives of these female elves. I'll have his head for that, mark my words. Well, I'm sure if you do venture into Ravenloft, you'll undoubtedly meet Rahadin yourself. Tell us all about him. I desire his head. What is it you'd like to know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does he look like? Oh, how do I kill him? I don't si- suppose I need to know any more than that. Um, what does he look like and how do you kill him? Okay. Um, does he have some kind of weakness? <laughs> it's a glowing, glowing it's a lightning spot. bolt? That mm. would be good. Um, uh, he looks um, like uh, a, well, a, a dus- dusk elf, a darkened skin, dark hair. Receding hairline, long, flowing black hair. A little like me, I guess. I kind of feel like I'm describing myself. Um, <laughs> but uh, Your hairline looks great. Don't do yourself down. <laughs> Does he have so the scars? Uh, <laughs> Does he have um, ears? Those hideous scars he, that you have? <laughs> Does he like a better looking vision? He does oh, not have the me. scars or the missing ears that I have, Baron. Sorry to as like far as any weakness, to tell you that his weakness would be to give you the weakness of all of the Dusk Elves. He is no more special or able than I, unless Strahd has gifted him with something I am unaware Which of. Is. <laughs> I love the way he was cut off there. Which is on. <laughs> He's about to go to that flowery speech. Like, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the chase. <laughs> what? Well, all right. Chief, I thought you were in a hurry. <laughs> so, but is he 
I hate to ask it. Is he a vampire? Rahadin? Not to my knowledge. So he hangs around with Strahd, but hasn't been bit. Uh, to my knowledge, I the last time I saw Rahadin was a hundred years ago at this camp. Hundred hmm. years. He could have been bitten in the last hundred years. What was that, Adam? Hungry. And that was that fateful night. That's right. Night horrors. Oh dear. I'm I'm burning with rage. That's all I have to say. I do need you to know he is quite the ruthless warrior. He has killed thousands in his lifetime, let alone just the 500 years he's been serving Strahd. What does, what does he attack with? What does he attack with? Uh, well, if you'd like to know what weapon he used to remove the heads of all of the females in our camp, it was the scimitar at his side. Hmm. Okay. Mark my words, Casimir. We will deal vengeance to him. I swear it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with like, you. Well, <laughs> yeah, you can take it or leave it, maybe, to be maybe honest. Maybe the nice guy. No, I'm with you. <laughs> like, I've had it with this place. Everyone's like committing genocide, me included. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've dabbled in it, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mentioned that, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 yeah sorry. I'm just going to go out. So what is... He sounds like a real dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. What time is it? Um, it's probably it's probably close to like 9, 9.30 at night at the moment. Okay. You don't mind if we s- sleep here, do you? In your hovel? Don't um, call it that far. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it that. It's the technical term. It's not an insult. I'm not 100%. I don't think the Vistani will be too happy with you staying here with me, but I'm sure uh, I heard the celebrations up at the tent. I'm sure they'd be more than happy to accommodate you. I feel we should stay with the Vistani because they do not seem to like the elven folk and we want to be in their good graces. They seem like a vicious folk, if I'm honest. I agree with you, American. I think that's very perceptive. Do you know of the... Do you know the crossroads south of a uh, temple? No, a tower at a lake. Oh. Do we we know the tower at the lake? Yeah, I know where there used to be a tower at a lake. Casimir's <laughs> <laughs> like eyes widen, and then he just like shakes his head. Meet me at those crossroads at nine in the morning. Don't get confused and be looking for the tower as some sort of landmark <laughs> because it ain't there anymore. I, I understand. I got I you got what you up. were putting down. Okay. <laughs> 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 Uh, if you could meet me at those crossroads at nine, then I'm sure we tomorrow. can tomorrow morning, if that works. Meet me at the crossroads. Oh, How are we going to get all of our business together before nine in the morning? That doesn't sound like us. What? What is it? So you're needing. <laughs> what you're needing? <laughs> um, so what are you needing? So you, what are you? What are you wanting to we, accrue in that time? Potions. Yeah. Just potions. My, that's my I'll, main I'll goal. With either. We either have to buy them or I have to make them. Right. And we need to figure out how that's going to work. Can't you, how do you make them? And don't you use just, we use like uh, gold to 
speed that process yeah. up, right? I I have a kit, and I think it takes fifty gold pieces worth of components for each potion. Mm. I think we sort of figured out, sort of, because it was quite vague in the actual rules. We mm-hmm. figured out that some time would be needed as well. I mean, yeah. So it really comes down to whether or not you want to uh, have a long rest, get up early, venture into Velaki, go find a store, buy some potions. Um, which are probably going to be around the same price since you if they even they have to have them first uh, would be the yeah. big thing as well whether or not that your experiences in Barovia make you think that would be something uh, <laughs> that would be yeah. easy to find um, and then when it comes to the weather gear how many people are you wanting to uh, obtain gear for ideally all of us so Ismark Irina uh, and you four we'll all need it otherwise we'll be Frozen to death. Apparently, we don't I have had a quick, magic ring. I had a quick look in my spells, and I have one that can protect against cold, but it's concentration and only works on one person. So it's like, mm, mm. that's not going to be that useful. Mm, mm-hmm. We could also speed it along if if you wanted to call Brian, everyone's favorite <gasps> trade <Brian>. zombie. <gasps> what can we get for the rug? <laughs> Oh, it's so thematic. Like, imagine trading a glorious rug for a full winter kit out for the whole party. Yes, and silver. He'll be like, rug up. <laughs> and, and then he'll just give us a bunch of clothes. And potions. And then we Will can have though? a fashion montage. Okay. Does he appear now with all of his stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to ring the bell. You the do. bell that doesn't make it the dull thud. Uh, we might do that away from here. We don't want other people getting wind of it. Yeah, show Brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And I keep all yeah. the deals to ourselves. That's mm. true. Maybe we can swing 9am after all. Well, we'll be up yeah. at 6, won't we, American? Oh, yeah, that's right. This is a fantasy. Yeah, I'm in totally an early <laughs> riser in this, in this realm. For sure. Well, well, we'll be up with the sun is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, 9am. The sun doesn't come up. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, no, we don't need to get into fantasy world. (laughs) Sun and moon rises. When's high tide? (laughs) Because it does take a good three or so hours to get to that crossroads from where you are as well. Easy. Hmm. He's not making it easy. We can't can't let him down. He's trying to, like... We're just going to disappoint him if we say, oh, 9 a.m. is not good for us, you know? <laughs> we hey, can if, do it. We can. I, I believe in us. If you guys wanted to move it out a day, I'm sure he could just be like, okay, <laughs> all right, what's Yeah, one I mean, more he's day? waited 100 years. Exactly. You know, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if you wanted to move Hold it Hold on. Out, are we saying that we can maybe beat Strahd and, like, go to the Amber Temple and destroy these gargoyles, but we can't get up by 6 in the morning? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's no, beyond fine. our powers. <laughs> <laughs> we can yes. do it, isn't it? How the world works. <laughs> Fuck! Come on, guys. We can wake well, up and have some breakfast. Right. We got let's, this. Let's wake so up early. Okay. Are you telling me 
that we can slash on top. get to Valaki and there'll be people trading at the hours that we're there, then get to the crossroads all by night. No, we'll go meet him at the crossroads and then we'll say, we're just going to go to Valaki. It's, it's like just to <laughs> the right. Just three oh, hours no, back. So the, so the, so the <laughs> Brian scheme is, is not in then. I know, we'll do the Brian scheme. scheme. We'll see Brian. how that goes. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about Brian. <laughs> but we can't rely on Brian. Like, <laughs> so we get up at is. six, mm. we'll ring the bell. I mean, if no, it's, no, it's ring the bell tonight, if it's going to stop us like going shopping for an hour and a half, I think Brian might yes, just be the trick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Otherwise, we'll just be discussing if we're going to go to the shop or not. Right. Let's get out of here. Let's if get, we can wake up by six. In. Yeah. No, let's get out of here. Okay. Let's ring the bell, then get a long rest in with all our nice warm gear that will mysteriously appear. Oh. Yeah, we'll just show up <laughs> we'll in the tent with all this sweet stuff. We'll sleep in our, our carriage, won't we, tonight? Um, oh. oh, you might get something with the Vistani. Might somewhere be somewhere to sleep with the Vistani. Yeah. I'm Since you're in here. Shall we go back and rejoin the party before they get even more suspicious of us? Mm. Yes. Yeah, well, before they start whipping someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It says, 9 a.m. at the crossroads. I'll, I'll see you there. Yeah, 9.30 at the latest. Yeah, <laughs> maybe 10. <laughs> don't, don't give up. We'll the, the later we leave, I, I do need you to understand that it's going to be a good 12 hours of travel tomorrow. Most of it, yeah. most of it on foot through treacherous winds and snow. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll be, be there nine, nine nice and early-ish. Okay. Yep. Don't make, don't make me say 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> We're those friends that somebody says like half an hour before the actual time. Yeah. yeah. So that we turn up on the time. They've padded it. He's padding it. I can tell. Can I do an insight check to see if he's padding the time? <laughs> give, me, give me an insight wrong. <laughs> he really meant 9.30. <laughs> He's he's told um oh god I can't remember the the other guy the other drill Savid yes Savid Savid he's he's told Savid uh eight th- eight thirty no sorry um <laughs> god hope not like <laughs> uh, with the roll of fourteen you you can see that he wishes he could go right now oh yeah. Well, we're not going to disappoint him. He's a sincere. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a noble and sincere wounded man who needs justice, and we will deliver that justice. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, go now. I'm going to. I smell <laughs> booze. I'm leaving. Yeah. You'll... Catch you guys back at the tent. Cool. What, what tent? Oh, the big tent. <laughs> oh, the big one. <laughs> you know, you, you've seen the tent. Yeah, the big one, the whipping. The, the first tent we went into, yeah, the whipping tent. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, whipping the whipping tent. tent. Yeah, you're good, good. Um, okay, yeah, feel free um, to, to head out of Casimir's. Um, you, you step out of Casimir's uh, hovel, and the sound of <laughs> the sound uh, and the smell from the tent, obviously uh, the top of the hill, hits you again. You kind of got a bit of a reprieve from that, all the horse manure and. The smells coming from the top of that uh, hill, um, but the, there's a lot of cheering and and some singing happening up at the at the camp at the top of the hill at this point. Doesn't seem to have died down at all. Where's Where's Savid? He left us alone. He went back, didn't he? Yeah, Savid left. He left. Yeah. 
He's okay. got that other house. He's, he, well, he lives in a little hut over the other side. Correct. Hovel. Hovel. Lives in a hovel. <sighs> I was wondering if he had a hut, but Casimir has a hovel. Right, let's head to the whipping tent. <laughs> uh, yep. I guess we, don't, we don't hear we don't hear Savid crying out of pain. Oh my god! No, and no one's being whipped either. Like, um, <sighs> what a relief! They're all they've all got drinks in hand. Um, uh, Ismark and Irina are still sitting with Luvash and Aragel, um, but there is like a, another Vistani uh, sitting next to Irina with his sort of arm around her. Like clearly, sort of had had a few to drink as well. Um, and she's. Does Irina look into it or not? <laughs> she's <laughs> no, no. She, she's having a good time, but she's not really like giving him much, uh, like giving him much attention. Irina, she's oblivious. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh God! And she just kind of like quickly just snaps her head to like towards you, turns to towards you. She's like, "Molly, Molly, where?" Um, th- f- yes, and she stands up and comes running over and gives you a big hug. Uh, thanks, thanks, you've come back. Thank you. How how was it out there? Everything's everything's is everything good? Oh, I wouldn't say good, but uh, let's just pretend it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting place. Lot going on. Lot going on around here. Got a rug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lou Vash just goes, hey, got the rug. He's had That's plenty it. more to drink. That's it, my man. Um, I wonder if he, he'll get so pissed he'll forget that he's given us the rug <laughs> and we can go through the whole thing again and get the chair. Hey, if you want to <laughs> roll deception, we could definitely give that a go. Probably shouldn't have just loudly said, we got a rug. For <laughs> 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 rug. <Yeah>. An unrelated. <laughs> Um, Aragel stands and comes over to you, Morley. Are, are the rest of you following? Are you taking, moving into the uh, camp as well? Walks over to you and says, "Is everything all right?" I noticed oh you. yeah, yeah. We were just been shown around the grounds by uh, what's his name, old old Savid. He bit a bit not not the funnest guy around, is he? Eh? <laughs> and Aragel sort of just looks you up and down and, and nods. Says, "So, what are your plans for tonight?" Oh, I think me me, me and the lads. I don't know what you've heard, mate, but I'm just looking for the rug. Um, I think uh, us us crew, our our merry band, we're going to get some shut-eye. Boy, we've got some places to be tomorrow, let me tell you. We've got lots of things to do around here. I feel bad even imposing ourselves on you, you know, but uh, we'll have a drink with you. Not me, because I'm teetotal, but the rest of us will have a drink with you. Uh, get a good night, Kippai, and then we'll be out of you here in the morning, and you'll likely will never cross paths again. That's sad, isn't it? <laughs> Heartbreaking. <laughs> how about I, um, how about I organise some yep. bed rolls for you and some blankets? But I oh. need, yeah. <laughs> this guy, what a host! <laughs> and, what a guy. What I'm do if it's not obvious as i'm trying to sort of act quite casual with him like this we're just passing through there's nothing to foot and he's a great bloke and i'm really trying to lead it up with him okay 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 cool um do you, do you want to roll give me a charisma roll hey no problem 17 plus. That is a very good two, 19 good roll so do you want to sort of um maybe detail over the next couple of hours, because obviously everyone's still partying. It's not like you're going to be able to go straight to bed. Um, but how are you going to be spending the next couple of hours 
are buddying up to Aragel and and kind of schmoozing with him, knowing that well, you're no obviously one, not drinking. And well, no one likes that bloke who just like you know, great to meet you, but I didn't want to spend five hours with you, kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm yeah. not just going to be like on him like a bad smell. But what I am going to do is try and tell lots of like adventure stories from the sea mm-hmm. and shaves on the high on the high oceans. Cool. Are you going to detail any of, like, talk to him about what you've been doing in Barovia since you've gotten here as well? I prefer not to. Okay, okay. I'll give it, give it a bit of a wide berth. Oh, yeah, right. Oats again, berth. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so it's all about <laughs> that. Part of it. Yeah, yeah. So you spend, you spend the next couple of hours um, sort of moving between Vistani, getting to know everybody, spending a little bit of time with Irina as well before keeping going back to Aragal and sharing another big tale. Um, and Aragal listens, and he's, he's starting to get pretty charmed by you. And he's he's definitely paying a lot of attention to you. And, and he gets to a point where he's hunting you down, and he's saying, Molly, why don't you come and uh, tell that st- that tale to my friend over here? And uh, drags you over. Fucking <laughs> hell. And he's getting to a point where he's getting maybe a little, not handsy, but he's got like familiar with you. He's getting familiar with you. Like he's... You know, like he'll he'll come and grab you by the shoulders to lead you over to someone else, or and when when you laugh, he'll laugh, and you'll kind of like pat you on the arm, kind of thing. He's feeling very buddy buddy with you. Um, what are the rest right. of you exactly doing? Exactly what you wanted. More. What are the rest of you doing for the next uh, couple of hours? Let's start with um, with Baron. Oh, I'm getting incredibly drunk uh, on whatever booze I can find. Okay. In other substances. But uh, before midnight, I'm going to go out and cast a fourth level spell and a third level spell on my skeletons before they go feral. Yeah. And <laughs> All right. So, yes. Are you kind of keeping to yourself with your drinking or are you kind of schmoozing a little bit as well? Uh, yeah, I'm just drinking. I'm not really paying attention. I'm, I'm busy drinking. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is like every time anyone tries to look to see where Baron is, it's it's near one of the campfires in this, this large tent, uh, and he's just drinking and, and kind of keeping an eye out for the skeletons and keeping an eye on what he thinks might be getting close to midnight. And at a certain point, he darts out to cast those spells against uh, his skeleton crew. Bill, how about you for the next couple of hours? Um, I'm going to be that guy at the party who's picks up somebody's guitar and starts just noodling away on it and singing a few viewy songs and things um nothing in particular and a few times i i guess i i go to like say a lyric and then i stop myself realizing like oh, a lot of my lyrics are pretty <laughs> anti-strad <laughs> yeah okay that's and good. these guys are his mates give us a uh, charisma a performance give us a performance role yeah because the difference between you and a normal person that picks up a guitar at yeah. a party is that you'd probably be good yeah. Well, <laughs> let the role dictate that. Yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> um, my roll 20 is just going real What's slow. What's the Faerun equivalent reason. of Wonderwall? <laughs> <laughs> is that a one? While you're trying to get roll 20 working, John, let's go to Merican. Merican, how are you spending the next couple of hours? Um, Because I rolled... A summer season. I'm filled with filled with rage at what I've just heard about the slaughter of these um, innocent elven women. And uh, American has no interest in carousing with the the drinking folk, and mm. she's just kind of uh, muttering to herself angrily as she walks around the camp. 
thinking of <laughs> what she'd like to do to Rahadine and mulling over which spells. Um, could she um, see if there are any herbal components for um, potions growing in the area? Yeah. Um, give me a survival roll. And oh. also give me a charisma roll. Charisma roll? Oh, mm-hmm. oh no. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've rolled a 15 plus 7 for survival for cool. 22. So that should be good. Mm-hmm. Charisma is not going to be so hot, I imagine. You never know. I've rolled, ooh, 17 minus 1 for 16. Could be worse. Okay, cool. We'll go. We'll go back to Bill for a minute, who rolled uh, a nine plus eight, so a total of seventeen for his performance. Bill, um, throughout the night, uh, you start talking to a few of the Vistani and mention, and they they pick up on the fact that you've got um, a, a, an instrument of your own, um, and they get you to play something on your instrument, and they're so impressed with what you play that they go and get one of one of their um, uh, self-made guitars or instruments and bring it to you to play and you spend uh five or ten minutes kind of familiarizing yourself with the different notes um and you just pick it up like instantly right and you throughout the night um play a few songs for them and and they ask you to think up a song about uh mad mary and you're now and you just like just bust into you you sort of augment one of your old favorites from before you were in Barovia and you just change some of the words around and make it about Mad Mary and the, all the Vistani are just cheering every time they, they hear any, any small reference that they have any kind of a connection to. Um, you're, you're killing it in this tent. They love you. While this is all happening, while, while Molly's telling his stories and Bill is performing and, and the Baron is drinking by a campfire and, and making sure that his undead don't uh, turn on everyone at the last minute, um, Merican is <laughs> Merican's in her own head and she's gone walking outside of the camp, outside of that tent, looking for um, some kind of um, herbs and stuff that might help her in the creation of these these potions. Um, with a roll of a total of 22, so 15 plus 7, you find um, more than enough to, to cover um, four potions worth of, of... It's like the amount of horse manure has done wonders. <laughs> To the to the grass and the weeds and the and the components around this area, um, you also I think what speeds is up, it up is despite wanting to keep to yourself, you have caught the attention of a few of these um, dusk elves and there's a very polite dusk elf that just wants to talk to you and despite um, not really feeling like you're wanting to talk to anyone, the stories you've heard about what has happened to his people. You feel a little bit of empathy and you start a conversation with them. He asks you why you're out. You say you're out collecting um, components for health potions. And the reason you're able to collect enough is because of that charisma role. He is now helping you um, find everything that you need. He points out a patch um, of of these specific uh, plants that you'll need. Um, And he happily helps collect some for you, checking with you. Is this the right, is this the right kind of leaf? And, yeah, he, so you spend that. It's it's uh, coming up on midnight, and people are starting to get a bit more intoxicated and heading back to their wagons. The sounds of families and drinking and gambling from different wagons around the outside of that tent seem to be dying down now. Um, there's a couple of Vistani out cold next to a couple of the campfires, and positioned inside this tent are now six bedrolls um, for you four and Irina uh, and Ismark. 
Um, so if you'd like to call it a night there, we could we could wrap up and you'll have yourself a nice long rest. Sounds good. I want to hear more from uh, Bill Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Bill absolutely killed. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. I love that idea. <laughs> and you've picked up a new drunk pal who just like thinks oh, you're the, the bee's worst. knees. The fucking worst. Isn't it? <laughs> He's like, this guy, this Quite guy. You know this guy. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah the squid. Ta- yeah. Take an arrow for this guy. <sighs> uh, uh, let me just turn off the um, dynamic lighting for a minute here, just so you can see everything, since it is now morning. The um, the the sound the Vistani get up quite early to start doing what they do uh, in. Um, Luvash's case, it is hitting the bottle while uh, everyone else gets around tending to the camp and, and picking themselves. up for a big day of drinking. <laughs> yeah. um, what a pro. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's no sign of Aragal uh, at the moment, just some of the Vistani still lying near the campfires, others moving around outside, um, just tending to their chores. Um, American, the, you're, you had quite a um, stressful sleep. I, I think the you've been having visions every time you go to sleep uh, while here in Barovia. Um, and last night was no different. It wasn't as intense as some of your previous ones as, um, Oh, I say that, but you had, you had uh, dreams of the stories that you'd been told about what had happened here at Barovia. So that was kind of haunting some of your sleep. Um, but there was one image of, of just this enormous winged bird uh, in this, um, in this snowy tundra, just enormous, um, flying down, grabbing Bill and flying off uh, into into the um, sky. And then you, oh, and no. you you wake up and you woke. Oh, no. I'm going to roll a d4 and see exactly which season I wake up in. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I've rolled a four and I'm in summer again. <laughs> is, the that, most, is that bad? The most aggressive season, which I... It's the least like me, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wake up, wake up, very dramatically. Bill, you won't believe the vision I had last night. Death! Whoa, whoa! A giant bird's talons piercing your skin. It grasped you and flew away over the snowy mountain. Whoa! It's um another thing to worry about. Thanks, American. Um, you haven't been wrong yet, which is further proof that I should be concerned. Um, I just hope that the revenants don't like the cold. <laughs> Very philosophical of you, Bill. Um, um, did I seem did I seem concerned by being picked up by this giant bird? Um, I imagine you were terrified beyond measure. Cool. Unless in the dream he wasn't. No, I'm happy for you to, to make up those details. <laughs> he was like, wee. <laughs> He's like, I'm just trying to make sure it wasn't like a um, Lord of the Rings being picked yeah, up by the like rocks a, situation. Was the was the know. vibe of the bird good or evil? No, no, no. Like it was like it started out as this massive shadow in, in the wind and snow, um, almost too big to be some. Uh, 
something that made sense until it finally came close enough so you could see its full bird-like features, like an enormous eagle uh, that then grabbed onto Bill, each talon almost as big as Bill himself, and then grabbing him and flying back off into the into the tundra. Tundra, is that the that right does word? Sound, yeah. That does sound ominous. Mm. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Irene is, is uh, and Ismarka rolling up these beard rolls, helping the Vistani get some of their stuff uh, packed up and put away. Um, it is still pretty early. It, uh, it's not like a nice, bright, sunny morning. It is very much, it looks to be maybe six in the morning. Um, it is cold. There's fog at the, that's sort of creeping around the top of this hill at this point. Um, it almost barely looks any different than how dark it was when you first uh, when you first got here at eight o'clock last night. Shall we? Mm. Oh, God. How did everyone sleep? My dreams were filled with woe. <laughs> Bill? What about you? <laughs> well, my awakening this morning was filled with woe. Um, slept fine, thank you. A little bit worried about these remnants, but mm. um, I figure they're a little ways off yet. <laughs> Just in regards to how many episodes, I think they're probably a few away, <laughs> depending on what might be happening. Probably a few long rests away. <laughs> Do I know that the direction that they, that we're heading in is away from where the uh, the castle was? Um, you're you're going through Svalich Woods to the crossroads, and. Uh, the mansion where the revenants were originally um, where they were uh, when you killed them was just sort of south of Svelichwood. So you're going to be but going way around it. So you're not going to be passing through that area. Okay. But if something was for any reason moving from that mansion to where you are now, they would probably be taking the Svelichwoods. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who, so else, is, who when, else is being hunted? One other person is being hunted, right? American. Some wild bear they won't recognise. <laughs> yeah. it was, to be fair, it was a wild bear that took care of the revenant. Do, do you think they're drawn to you like a magnet or do they have to like go around and ask people if they've seen <laughs> yeah. someone that looks like you? That's a very good question. We'll find like out. A beeline directly to you? Mm. We'll mm. find out. Um, I have a question. So you said I found enough components to make some healing potions, but I probably didn't have time to make them, right? Or so how, how long does it take to make them? I don't know. Um, but I, I try to look up the rules and they're always, like, confusing. You've got, like, three hours right. worth of um, travel on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the carriage to get you to the, those crossroads. So by all means, uh, depending on how long they take, you could probably... Manufacture a few of those on the way. Can bring my portable cauldron. Uh, Morley? We forgot to call Brian in the night. We'll have to call him now. Yeah, we'll do it in the way. Yeah, do it in the carriage in the way. Secret. <laughs> we'll pull over once we're, once we're out of shot of the Vistani. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's fair. Um, Aragal, uh, you see Aragal walking past the tent and he looks in and sees you, Morley, and says, Morley, you're awake. Did you have a good hey, sleep? there he is. Yep, thank you. Better get it uh, regular on now, though. We've got places to be, men to see. Um, and he puts his, his arm around you and sort of sort of <laughs> leads leads you outside of the tent. He says, I, I really enjoyed some of your stories last night, Morley. 
Oh, the pleasure was all mine, Aragal. You, you guys were such a great audience. <laughs> Sorry, that's more of a bill thing to be said. It's a wanker. Sorry. <laughs> it was great to meet you and talk to you all. Well, it's going to be sad to see you off. Um, and he, uh, and no, all good things must come to an end. Um, and then sort of, not, not out of nowhere, but he brings up like one of the references to one of your stories just out of nowhere and just cracks up and sort of like slaps you on the side. Uh, oh, I love that story so much. <laughs> oh, that's squid, eh? What's watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right. And then strangely, after just laughing and, and sort of slapping, yeah, he, he, just, he just turns and he's off. He's just, he's just disappears off into uh, the camp to do um, chores and, and whatever else. He's not like Lavash. He's probably actually going to do something pretty good. He's kind of the, the leader of this place. He can't be seen to be drinking like his brother Lavash. Um, so is it pack up and get onto the uh, carriage and, and head off to the crossroads? Yeah. All right. Um, it takes you guys probably 20 to 30 minutes to actually get out of here because everyone is wanting to um, – some of them are trying to get Bill to play another song and you're like, no, we've got to get out of here. And um, you, haven't, um, you haven't seen Casimir anywhere this morning. Um, you don't know if he's still in his hovel or if he's already – sort of left but i'm assu- are you guys mentioning to anybody what what you're heading off to do nah. no okay Should we go to the supermarket or something <laughs> yeah yeah um and and with that you've all you've all packed up you've got the skeletons either side of the carriage um and back down uh this hill um, back down into the fog and into the forest um, just north of the camp. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's a really cool image south at uh, the very bottom of this map to give you kind of like a, a side-on view of the hovels in the camp and um, mm. the carriages. Yeah, I really like well. that. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. That's the, how it's kind of nestled within all of those trees. Um, all right. Like that. It's a bit of vibes, isn't it? The way mm. those huts are in the, on the mound. Hovelton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <gone. That's> <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's fantastic. <laughs> um, all right, let's put you guys back on the map. Um, oh. It's probably only 15 <laughs> minutes before you find yourselves back on the main road between Velaki and the Spellich Woods. Um, if uh, you guys are just doing a, a beeline to those crossroads, it's going to take um, probably a little less than originally thought maybe about oh no it's about three hours it's about three hours travel um so you will get there maybe shortly after nine. Oh, dunk just a hollow <laughs> just a hollow sound rings out from that bell in your hand morley um is are you doing this while you're deep into the svalich woods or or like away from velaki and and everything is that, is that gonna make a difference i uh, hope not Sure, I just, it just helps me set the scene for where Brian's going to appear, I guess. Are you doing I, it at, the I, like, at what point in this travel are you guys doing this? I would, we see just out of the out of kind of earshot and, and view of the Vistani camp. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm imagining not too bushy and dark. Okay, okay. So, it's, yeah, yeah it's, I mean, everything in Velaki other than the main road is, is probably bushy and dark. So you, you're getting just 
just as you sort of start thinning things out towards the main road, you get out the bell and you hit it. Dunk. Um, and nestled in between two, um, you know, there's always uh, details of these woods being so thick with trees that they're so dark you can barely see through into them. And um, well, hanging from one tree is just a bright neon sign that says open. Um, and the distance between that tree and the next is now filled in with a small wooden door, like a thin wooden door. There he is. There he is up ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right, you pulled the carriage up. for ages. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. We've finally got something to trade with him. Mm. So we're going in on the rug, are we? Just before we get there, we're absolutely... <laughs> this, is what I was, this, is, this is what I was waiting for. The rug we just got that's worth 750 gold and his whole shtick is you give him something and you have no control over what you get back. That's what we're doing. Just so we're all clear on the same page. We get a throne. I mean, I mean and for a pet. Imagine if we got the chair back, yeah. It would be so shit. It would be fucking ropeable. Uh, we'll get like a coffee table or something. We'll appear. I mean, And no rug I, to put it on. The, yeah. So I think... Yeah, we'll, we'll trade in the, the rug, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I mean, what do we do? It, it's a, okay, yeah, let's just in for a penny and for a pound. <laughs> it's an expensive item. Hopefully he compensates us for it with a lot of potions, some silver, and some warm you just, uh, you just want, you just want everything. mountain climbing gear. Ideally, literally everything you could possibly need to end the campaign, right? That's kind of what you're yes, after. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. A magical wooden stake. <laughs> like, like a cruise missile for Scrap Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Cool. So you are currently parked outside the small uh, door. We go we in. in. We go in. <laughs> Any, knock, yeah. knock. Okay. Uh, you uh, who's who's leading the who's leading the, the the bunch at the moment? I will. Hi, American. You knock on the door and it swings open, and a familiar face, well, a familiar voice, um, echoes out through from the this uh, the store that is way too big to be nestled into the small crevice in the woods. You hear Brian. <laughs> yes, well met, Brian. We have trade to do with you. I'm just gonna. <laughs> got this big ass rug and just plump it down <laughs> like, don't rip us off brian this a, is an amazing quality rug i expect a quality return on it Ooh, rug very good <laughs> very good rug Ooh. and he grabs onto it and tries to as he um goes to remove it slide it from the top of the counter like the skin on his arm kind of tears uh, it's quite a heavy rug and he flumps down onto the uh, opposite side of the, the counter um, and he says thank you Brian needed a rug <gasps> he did he needed a rug guys mm-hmm. what, what can Brian give you in your time of need can we just unfurl a big scroll of like shopping list <laughs> mm-hmm. <for> <laughs> wish list and buy it now, you give, yeah, yeah, give, him, yeah, yeah. give him a list of things, but give him, he will decide yeah. what, of what yeah. he will give and when he's given enough. So if you yeah. ask for too many things, you might not get the things you're after. Yeah, we'll, we'll send him a link to our Amazon, the wish list. <laughs> yes. like well, it seems like yeah. the potions are priority number one, like, right, American? Yeah. And we also need warm Wait, clothing do, do so need, we don't die do, on the mountain, right? Do you need silver. the... 
Do you need the oh. potions now that you've got all the stuff you, to make you're them? Gonna them up. I did just look it up, and it sounds like the reference from Xanathar's Guide to Everything mm-hmm. says that making a potion takes a whole day. What? I thought it's it was... a long time. Yeah, it's a mission. When we looked at it, it was like, it's well <coughs> worth it to just buy fucking potions. It seemed like... Yeah, it's crazy. They really rip you off. Hey, um, John, can I think you, you can, when you're drawing, can you just mute your microphone? Oh, just a sorry. second. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, you you changed the <laughs> rules because they were so bad. I think. <laughs> yeah, I because I I, you've made them before in a night, right? We we allowed that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I mean, what was the point of gathering everything if uh, <laughs> and having good rolls if you're just going to go and buy some potions? I, if you're we, happy to, we take a week off. If you're happy to relinquish control of the um, of the carriage. Then to someone else, yeah. then I'm sure you can you can spend the next few hours uh, tinkering away making four oh, potions. It is a twelve hour journey. Yeah. Well, you're not going to be in the carriage. You're not going to be in the carriage that whole twelve hour journey. Uh, Casimir oh, did right. mention that the uh, you're not going to get the carriage up that track. Mm, no, I expect and, and they'll I, carry me up the mountain on a palanquin while I think <laughs> things hoping. in my cauldron. I have a potion, by the way, so you don't need to make one for me. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay, so top of our wish list is warm weather gear to protect us from the cold. Mm. We should be pretty explicit and say it's for mountaineering because he might just give us, like, some warm shit that's, like, useless for mountaineering. I don't know. (laughs) I don't climb a lot of mountains, as you may know. If if he kills any – if he has any (laughs) golem-killing type, magical statue-killing-type potions, that would be also quite good to have. Mm. What else do we want? How about 10 silvered – yes, a gun. A gun. <laughs> Just give us a gun. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about ten silvered short swords? Ten. 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 Silver swords. This is yeah. seven hundred and fifty gold pieces we're talking about. Yeah. And it's oh, and yeah. six full mountain gear, mountaineering uh, gear, right? Yeah. Well, those are like worth like five bucks. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they? If you look at like ropes and mountaineering uh, stuff it's like no we in, the, want, in the less than 10 gold pieces nah we want the brand name stuff we want the proper <laughs> yeah, stuff want, beer grills approved is, yeah right. um, anything else we want i'm just having a i'm just having a quick yeah. look at <laughs> okay so we have so we have the explorer's pack as 10 gold pieces it includes backpack, bedroll, mess kit, tinderbox, torches, 10 days rations, water skin. But nothing uh, 50 of... 50 feet of hemp and rope. It wouldn't be that because you need like a mountaineering like uh, specifically for like freezing below like yeah. 20 degree weather. I already have all that stuff you just listed, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I most like have that. That kind of stuff is pretty cheap. Um, we just want clothing, right? We just need to look at like clothing costs. Uh, Traveler's Fine Costume. Climber's Kit is 25 gold pieces. Climber's Kit. Um, What does that include in the Climber's Kit? Uh, special patons, boot tips, gloves, and a harness. But so that so that's that's 25, and that's not even including the actual clothing side of things as well. Yeah, but are, <laughs> so I mean, times I that's 100. That's, that's are 100. we mountaineering or are we going up a path? Uh, we. You don't have that information at this point. Because he said, like, he's been up there heaps. 
He's been as far as the the gates, yeah. Mm. The Hillary step, if you will. Right. <laughs> Just have fun with it. Just have yeah. fun with it, my my friend Brian. But regardless, <laughs> I'd you. say like four like or climbers kits, twenty five gold pieces each. Let's say it's a hundred bucks or one hundred and fifty. And then some we... warm weather stuff, maybe another ten gold pieces each. That should still give us a few four hundred bucks or something. To, <laughs> to save to save the monotony of like working <laughs> out how many how many gold pieces we're spending. When we say we have this, we're about to go up a very dangerous, very cold mountain path. We want some stuff to help us with that. And also, at some point in the near future, we need to kill a vampire. <laughs> what can you do? Keep that to yourself. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, Brian. Brian um, nods as if he understands, and his eyes are kind of like rolling around in his skull as he do- does so. And he's like, oh, "Brian, Brian understands." Um, and he reaches down and he brings up just these um, really these wool-lined coats for each of you. So there's four. But the, it's it's bizarre. The actual outside of it looks just like the design on the rug. So inside it's nice <laughs> and furry and it's going to mm-hmm. keep you warm. And it's got hoods. In it. They've all got hoods. Um, but they're all just covered in that same pattern from the rug. Um, and he brings up pants as well the same sort of material uh, and wool lined goggles as well he really is just giving you a bunch of gear for for this this um venture and he looks over at the baron and smiles as best as brian can smile and he reaches down and you can hear the clattering of what sounds like weapons and he brings up three or maybe i'm gonna say four what looks like silvered short swords and um, a set of ten silver-tipped arrows. Oh, okay. Um, he then reaches down and brings up a small, um, small sack of. Uh, it looks quite heavy, and it's, it's it sounds like glass rolling together, um, and it looks to be five or six miscellaneous um, potions. Um, when you open it up, um, I will. Figure out what those are before you need them. <laughs> I love that. Oh, they're all different colours. Yeah, none of them look to be health potions that you can see. Ooh, it's like a lolly mix. Mm. Exciting. Mm. Um, so I hope I that's good enough for you. 750, 750 gold um, mix. Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brian. Yeah. I'm going to slap Brian on the shoulder, rattling his bones, and just go, good man, Brian, this is very impressive indeed. I knew you wouldn't let us down. Extraordinary. Um, and he nods and just says, Brian. Yes, yes, Brian. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, He's like one of them fish and chip shops that's got like those packs on the front there's like two chicken burgers three fish just give the chips <laughs> one power for a 750 gold <laughs> um, and the, the candles that are inside his little shop start flickering out um, and he walks out behind just the small uh, curtain behind the counter you can just hear him off in the distance Brian <laughs> oh that was great my god what a haul 
Let's vlog this and have a mukbang with the potions. Um, <laughs> you step out, um, step out of his store, and it looks to be starting to rain at this point. Now, it sounds like, like almost like there's a storm um, starting to gather around you. Um, the the small neon sign on on the tree is gone, and you look behind you to see no sign of Brian's store or the door that was there. Oh, Morley's going to see if he can quickly change into his new outdoor adventure gear. Yeah. His rug-branded outdoor adventure gear. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys, all of you get into your gear as well as Irina and Ismark, and you all look kind of ridiculous. You've all got exactly the same, like, yeah. coloured rug exterior to your warm weather gear. Um, this, this might not be the... No one might get this, but does anyone know what I mean when we're like the Von Trapp family now? No? Uh, from the uh, <laughs> Sound of Music. From the Sound of Music. They made them all the same. They made them all close out of curtains. Oh. We're like the Von Trapp family singers now. <laughs> yes. <Yay>. For Barovia <laughs> and the, for the darkness and with the rain pouring down and with everything that you've seen, you guys right now are the brightest light that Barovia has seen for some time. Um, Conspicuous. We're, we're like superheroes, rug-themed superheroes. I can't wait to go marching into Ravenloft with one dogs in a like bright rug. A Turkish outfit. rug. This is, this is like when the Fellowship got all their elven cloaks with the leaf yes. clasp. It's just like Ooh. that. It's just You know like what? That. I hope... If when we go to Ravenlofts, there's a room with all these tapestries and rugs and stuff, and we can just lie down on the ground. Oh, yes. And he will walk in. above us, won't even notice us. <laughs> and then stab him. With our four swords. <laughs> oh, yeah. So who, get, who gets the uh, silvered short swords? That's, I guess, uh, something that needs to be. Is it just one each I for you guys? I thought they were for or? the skeletons, but they're for. Okay. Because everyone's got magic weapons. Uh, yeah, I've already got a sunblade. Morley, um, so let's just say you guys have gone and you're, you're all kitted up and you've started heading towards the crossroads. You're having this conversation about the short swords. Morley, you say, yeah, well, I've got the sunblade. And you go to pat your side and it, it's not there. What the fuck? You can't do this to me. <laughs> um, and you start panicking and you start patting down... Your, all your different pockets, you swore you had it on your side and you're searching through the carriage. It's, it's gone. Guys. What are you looking for, Molly? I, this is pa- terrible. This is the worst news I could think of right now apart from a death. I've lost my magical sunblade. You've lost? It's gone. The hilt. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, God, this is terrible. Ooh, there was, oh, my God. That fucking dirty fucking... <laughs> Bistani, he's taking it from me. He was had his hands all over me last night. Oh, did he? Yes. He keep what time? Me what down. time is it? Um, oh at this point, it's probably seven o'clock. It's going to take you two hours to get to the uh, crossroads to meet um, Casimir. Ooh. Oh, well, there's no turning back Mer- now, isn't there? Like, American. Di- don't you have like a spell to uh, find an item or something? Do you have something like that? Yes, I do, but I haven't prepared it today. Oh, damn it. We Let's have a long rest. without this. Do you understand? Fucked. Yeah, we need that. 
That's our main vampire killing thing. <laughs> and the ruby. And the, the, the amulet of Bill. Yeah, the amulet <laughs> of Bill is great as well, but we haven't tried it. It's, li- it's literally a sword made of sunlight. It feels like that would be a good thing. Um, Bill, I'm going to check all my pockets. Bill, you check to make sure your amulet's, amulet is still there, and that's it's still there. That's fine. The rest of you start searching um, feverishly. I'm not going to get you to roll because it's not anywhere on your bodies. It's not in this carriage. The sun sword has been taken. Taken by Aragal. I tell you. I tell you now. He kept patting me and I thought it was weird at the time, but I let it go because I was trying to be all chummy with him. But he, he, I'm a rogue. I know. I know how this works. Well, I thought you would have, but you've been rogued. You've been now rogued. I feel like we need that sword. That is very important to killing Strad. Well, you're not going to go and kill Strad right now. You're going to go look at the temple. It can wait. We don't want to let Casimir down. I would rather let Casimir down than than not ever see this again. This is absolutely Here's the thing. If we go back there with no proof and no way to detect it, we're going to say, hey, you took that sword. And he's going to be like, what sword? <laughs> the end. And then we're going to get a big fucking argument. And yes. But he would have fucking hit it, like buried it or something immediately. He's not going to be having it in his pocket. Just have patience, Molly. I have a spell that's perfect for this. We can do it tomorrow. You promise me you'll, you promise me you'll use your spell then to, to locate it? Of course. Yeah, we need that. That is the best thing we've got, apart from you, Molly. Yeah, it will be nothing without you. But it's, it's better. Wow. Than me, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can go, and you can just use the sword. How about that? It's okay. basically the fifth party member. Let's yes. be let's be honest. Oh, <laughs> Along with the amulet of Bill. I mean, it even emotes like it's worthy. Yeah, wouldn't it have? Wouldn't it have like seemed out like a throbbing to me or something? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it? It only does that when you're like it's like holding it or, or yeah yeah. You feel oh. a throbbing, you feel a throbbing shaft on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was arrogant. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was really loving the story. <laughs> he really played you. He pretended he liked your stories. But he was only and he after was just after shaft. you. Oh, yes. <laughs> a story as old as time. Do you think he was I've been at sea a long pocket. time. I know I know this sort of behavior. Um okay. The the conversation and the tone in the uh the carriage on the way through Svelich Woods is pretty dark towards Aragel. Um the who you think who you believe to be the one that has taken uh the sun sword. Um the the four potions uh in the little bag that um, Brian gave you. Let me just, you sort of take it some time to, who, who's carrying, who wants to be the uh, person who's holding on to these? Let's say, well, let's go with Bill. Bill, you've been, you've got that sack and you're, you're pulling out these potions. The first one you pull out uh, looks really black and thick and heavy uh, in the container. Um, and you, you notice that despite looking thick and heavy, when you're rolling it around inside the little glass bauble, it looks, it's, it's, the movement is so slick um, and you recognize it instantly as uh, the oil of slipperiness. This, uh, 
this wheel can make things incredibly slippery. So <laughs> applying <laughs> applying the wheel would take, if you were to apply it to a creature of some sort, like yourself maybe, it would take about 10 minutes. Um, and you would gain the effect of a freedom of movement spell for about eight hours. Well, you know, until that oh, wow. wore off. Freedom so, of movement. Um, <laughs> but, I, but you have to... You get to put this slip crap all over you. You've got to like just cover yourself in it. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, no it's like Hakan. The next one that you see in is for a liquid, it looks quite, it almost looks like a gas. Um, and that gives it straight away, straight away. This is the potion of gaseous form. So you gain Ooh. the effect of a, a gaseous form. Um, for an hour without any concentration required or until you end the effect. So this can basically turn you into a fog and you can move and move like fog or, or pour yourself like water, as it says here. Um, yeah. I thought I you were going to say it was amyl nitrate. <laughs> I always knew I was a tall drink. Potion uh, of gaseous form sounds perfect for Ismar. <laughs> <laughs> he just he reaches over. I'll take that. <laughs> The third third potion, um, the red in the potion's liquid continuously contracts down to a tiny bead and then expands to color the clear liquid around it. So it's like a liquid that's red, but the redness shrinks down to a small bead and then pops back to fill that uh, the color, the, the liquid back with that reddish color and you shake the bottle and it doesn't seem to stop or interrupt that process um, you've, this one is the potion of dimin- diminution um, which give, gives you the reduce effect of the enlarge reduce spell for up to 1d4 hours so you drink, this, drink the potion roll a d4 and that's how many hours you stay in the reduced size is that like honey I shrank the kids kind Pre- of yeah pretty much so he shrinks down to a tiny little bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or Morley. Whoever drinks it. Um, the last one is a, a yellow fluid and it's streaked with black um, and it just seems to just be swirling all by itself. Um, and this is the uh, potion of speed. So you gain the effect of, uh, of the haste spell for a minute uh, after drinking this potion. So you have four very, very interesting potions at your disposal now. We should spike Strad's drink with the shrink spell and (laughs) stand on him. (laughs) Yes. It'll get lost in your bowl of, like, cornflakes or something. And it's it's red, so (laughs) he'll think it's blood. We can put it in his... And it's getting tiny and huge and tiny. Does it happen when you pour it out? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that stops this. If you were to pour that into something, the same effect of that contraction of its color and then it's bursting back to filling the liquid would continue to happen. Bit of a giveaway. It's a bit of a giveaway. It's red. It's red. Oh, red, my favorite color. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, like it's not suspicious, it's so small. <laughs> it's back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is fun game. I cannot resist. It would be like drink. if I poured some Pinot Noir into a Merlot. You wouldn't be like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. No, it wouldn't. My what? Pinot Noir is shrunk. <laughs> Why would it be shrinking? Because you're not that mil- red. A potion keeps shrinking 
It's just the color, of the, the color of the potion does. So it's like, it's oh. a red potion, oh. but it's color. The color contracts oh. down, leaving, oh. leaving a clear liquid all around it. And then the color oh. pops oh. back to... I thought the liquid was going down. And okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. You're onto something, Molly. Sorry. Sorry we mm. mocked you so openly. Mm. I still... That's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry. I still think it's ridiculous. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, what, the, the oil of slipperiness. What was the name of the spell? I just closed everything. Oh, uh, it's fine. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, da, 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 da. Is it grease? It gains freedom the effect of, of a freedom of movement spell. Freedom of for movement. eight hours. So if you're going to lube up with this Whoa. thing, you better be prepared to stay slippery for a wee while. It would actually make your life a living hell after its initial useless use wore off. You just be like, oh, god damn, as you drop your fifth glass of the day. <laughs> just like, are, they all, are, they, are the rest of them all one hour? Um, there was one that was uh, 1d4 hours. So potion of speed was for one minute. Uh, the potion of diminution was for 1d4 hours. And gaseous form uh, was for one hour. Cool. Thank you. Oh, so yeah, the potion container seems to hold fog that moves and pours like water, which is pretty cool. You don't pour like water, just the potion does. Um, okay, so you have spent three hours uh, fuming over this lost sun sword and taking in these potions. American, you've also been working feverishly. You've probably made like one of these potions of healing by now. Bill? I'm just going to ask who wants what. There's four of us. There's four potions. People want a potion. What does the fog one do again? I'll take that. I'll give you the fog one. Yeah. Excellent. Feel free to Gassy. add that to the inventory. Yeah. Potion of gaseous form. I want to be slippery. <laughs> Slipperiness. Go <laughs> see you, American. Grease me up. Grease me up. Just downs it immediately. That's <laughs> like <laughs> That's our second Simpsons reference of the night. We're actually over over our quota now. Mm. We're at three, actually. Yeah, we're uh, um, so, Baron, potion of diminution or potion of speed? I, I want uh, diminution. Diminution. All about the speed. Yeah, yeah. I thought he'd be like, oh, speed. 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 But it just makes you faster. I don't, I don't want to walk. River Phoenix said that's the Viper Club, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he should have had a potion of diminution instead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Unless you want the diminution, because I don't no. want you to just be left with the final one that no one wants. No, I've just um, mind tricked you all. That's actually the potion that I wanted to have at the end of this. Okay. Nice. <laughs> oh, what a master. <laughs> um, uh, you guys, after three hours of travel, have made it to the crossroads with uh, Casimir um, standing there wearing very similar clothes to what he was wearing last night, not looking at all ready for uh, the climate you're about to move into, but obviously the ring of warmth on his finger is keeping him protected for the travels ahead. Um, uh, he waves you down and points sort of towards the south, and you can see uh, the tree line and the fog rolling through the woods here. Um, you can see further down and past through the thick fog this enormous mountain range to the south the first time you've really taken a look 
in that direction. And definitely the first time I realized I had to tell you it was there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Casimir says, um, I'm glad, I'm glad you could make it. I was, I was starting to worry that um, I put my faith in uh, the wrong people, but uh, you are here. You don't look very happy. Is everything all right? We're basically on time, aren't we? Well, you know, it's about 20 past nine, but then it's fine. <laughs> I didn't leave my sword in your hut last night. <laughs> I in your lovely home. Um, no, no, there was... No, you didn't, nothing was left. Nothing was left. Are you missing something, Morley? Yes, I, I had a sword. I can't seem to find it. I'm sorry to hear. You look well. You all look well equipped. Uh, is there something special about that sword? No. Well then. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, it's sentimental. Sentimental <laughs> value. It was given to me by. I mean, to you it might look like a broken hilt, but to me, to me it's much more. Uh, and his eyes like widen. A broken, a broken hilt. The sword was just a, a broken hilt. Have yeah, you, that's right. Was there anything special about this? Was... Just a hilt, Casimir. Oh, tut tut. Um, I'm going to sh- shoot him a disapproving glance. Roll me. I'm going to send a message to, uh, to Morley to say, I think maybe we can trust him, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to like out Morley. Uh, I will get. Of. I will get a deception roll from you though. Pretty good at this. <laughs> Twenty-four. That is pretty good. That is pretty good at lying. Um, and yeah, okay, yeah. He's like, okay. I mean, seems weird to be upset over a hilt, but I mean, if it was sentimental, oh, I, I, if it's sentimental, I, uh, it's sentimental. I think it's weird to you know be. <laughs> Don't, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say to Molly, I think maybe we can trust him. He seems like he knows something about the hilt. Perhaps we can go back and get it and go with him. I'm going to message. I'm going to message Bill back and say, maybe, Bill, maybe, but not just yet. Not just yet. Not until we spend a bit more time with him. Um, Kesmer says, it's going to be about three hours of travel before we reach the bottom um, of the path up Mount Gakis. Uh, (laughs) Uh, um, uh, but there will not be room for this carriage once we take that trail it'll be a solid eight or nine hours of traversing the mount before we reach uh, the gateway are you guys Mm. ready for this you can see we're all rugged up (laughs) you guys look fantastic you guys yeah you can see that you're all wearing nice warm gear um um, mentally, I, it is going to be quite treacherous. No, probably I'm, not mentally, but... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The, the start of this epic adventure. Are you guys ready for this? No, probably not. <laughs> for you to have lasted as long as you have in, in Barovia, for you to have gone through the perils that I am sure you have undoubtedly been through, nothing is going to prepare you for what is at the Amber Temple, if what the, if the rumors are true. If this is truly the House of the Dark Ones, this could be, this could be, uh, I'm, I, I just don't know if we're all going to make it out alive. 
Oh, what a hell of a pep talk. I didn't realize the Dark Ones actually live there. Yeah, what do you Fuck. mean by the house of the Dark Ones? Well, this was where Strahd made his bed. You didn't just think they had a little meetup, a little meetup at a, a temple. They're still there? Well, I don't, the, ru- the rumors are this is where the Dark Ones uh, remain. I don't know the truth if that is still accurate. It's been, it has been a hundred years since that pact was made. God. It sounds very perilous indeed. And Casimir, I had a frightful dream of woe as well. Watch out for big birds. Her dreams are eerily accurate. There have been tales of a giant rock that's ROC without a K. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, living living um, up in Mount Gakis. Uh, <laughs> Why do you say it like that every time? <laughs> yeah, you keep cracking yourself up there. Uh, what was I just think it was a funny word. Just, I like how it plays on my mouth. No, um, <laughs> um, yes, there are tales of uh, many large creatures up in the mount, mountainous area. Uh, one of a winged creature and one of a horned beast. But I have never seen oh. these with my own eyes. A horned beast? God, like a like a big like a big uh, bear is it with horns or like is a, it like a like a like a big goat? That's the animal you go to. Like a big goat or something. A goat. Oh, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Or an elephant. Just sounds like a big elk. Do you know what an elk is, Cassidy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a big horned beast like a bear. That's. <laughs> Notorious, like notorious like for having horns. I was, I was thinking of a big with beast. horns, like a bear with horns. Look yeah, yeah, yeah. bear with horns. That's, that's what I was thinking. First, two big horns. Oh, so, okay, you, what, what big beast lives in the mountains in your mind? What, what's your go-to? A rhinoceros. And the mountains get with us. a horn. Get out of here. There's no rhinos in the mountains. We all know that. Get yourself to the zoo, man. Get on Wikipedia. <laughs> Don't take us back to the zoo. Okay. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, I'm I'm having this crisis of confidence ever since Bill's message and more and American was kind of nudging me. And now that we're hearing about the house of the dark ones, I'm gonna Casimir, the sword I mentioned before. I wasn't quite honest with you. It's it's a sword that was given to me. Well, we found it in in a ruin. It is a sword that emits sunlight, and that's why I didn't want to say anything because it's very special to me. I knew it. You obviously know something about it. Sergei's sword. Yes. And you've lost it. I haven't lost it. It was taken from me. Aragal. I'm sure it had to have been Aragal. That's what I thought as well, Casimir. Let's go get it from... And um, Morley's getting excited and he's like looking around trying to get Merican on board because Merican's one of the big detractors of doing this. And Morley's like, let's go get it now. Shall Shall we go back there and demand the sword back? I, yeah, you can see that he wants, like, he wants to continue off to help his, do what he believes is bring his sister back. Um, we can, we can head, we, yes, it'll take us, uh, you know, th- a few hours to get there and I, we won't make it to the gateway by the end of the day if we go back, that's for sure. That's an all then. It um, sounds like you, we can't do that then. No, no. Uh, 
this isn't this is by the way this is isn't me as the dm saying don't do it this is me trying to show you that this character is clearly bound to this this um, this thing that this he wants to do if you guys want to go back to the camp i am not going to stop you from doing that i'm definitely not and i'm not even going to say it's a bad idea i'm just going to say it's up to you guys to decide what you want to do and we can do whichever one you want i think only one of us wants to go back to the camp and I'm, I'm, I'm happy like, to have my character be really keen to do that, but be outvoted. On the one hand, it's a weapon of great power. And it has been that very useful. That will aid useful. us against mm-hmm. these treacherous mountains. On the other hand, delays, and we do not have the locate object spell prepared, so we're going to have to be a little bit more thoughtful about how we get it back. Mm. We'll have to intimidate him. Oh, uh, hang on a minute. I don't suppose there's any merit in you lot going on up the mountain and me trying to sneak into the camp, get the sword from the... It's probably in the treasure wagon, and then I'll meet you up there. I'll catch you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys go up the death mountain, and I'll be right back. Like, I will be right back. (laughs) Is this Adam telling me he wants a couple of weeks off? I feel like this... (laughs) (laughs) A rug man sneaking around. No worries. Mm. Uh, okay. All right, should we put it to a vote about whether Please. we want to go back or not? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, on the one hand, I don't want to die because Morley doesn't have a good weapon. It has been a very good weapon as well. We're going to the House of the Dark Ones. Exactly. Dank. The House of the Fuck Dank it. Ones, <laughs> did you say? It, I, I'm neutral. If, if, uh, so. oh, John, what is... What is <laughs> I would, I would much rather we had the sword. All right. Okay, Joe. I guess we're going back. Sword. Turning the wagon around. Yeah, you whip that wagon around, and Casimir um, says, "I I understand. Let's let's get back there." And um, you can only go as fast as I think. What was going to happen is the the skeletons all cling onto the outside of the carriage, so you can really get there mm-hmm. as fast as possible. You've been okay. three hours out. It's another three hours back, um, and you guys return to the camp. And um, by this time, the storm has really uh, started kicking up. It's really pouring down at this point. Um, you get to the camp, and uh, the Vistani are all either tucked away in their wagons or inside their uh, the camp, the tent, keeping themselves safe from the rain. Um, you guys all screech that the carriage light comes to a halt at the camp. Morley. Oh, I want to put this to the crew. What if I drink my fog potion and then fog my way into the <laughs> treasure wagon to have a hunt around? Can I, can I move objects? When, or am I like... Sam from the start of the movie oh, goes. I think it's. I think it's more about getting through things that you might not normally be able to get through if, if you were a solid form being. But feel free to look at the um, gaseous form spell, and that should give you details about it. Um, Morley, I think you're probably the most uh, eager to get the sword back. Can you give me an an, um, an investigation roll? This is you, uh, sort of hanging, uh, looking out towards the camp as you are heading up the hill. Take seeing what you can take in. That's not a good investigation roll. Um, oh, no. It's uh, 13 all up. Okay. Uh, you're looking out. You're looking for signs of Aragal. 
Uh, you're, you're seeing Vistani's running with coverings over their heads to, to get into their wagons, but none of the Vistani, none of the people you're seeing seem to be Aragal. Um, you, you can't find him straight away. Well, well I'm, I'm not looking for Aragal, though. My kind of my plan was to hit the uh, the treasure wagon. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Sneak in there, Morley, and we'll. I think. Distract well, them. I'm presuming that we're all in the kind of wagon outside, and maybe the Vistani aren't quite alert to us being there yet, and kind of want to use this time to strategize with the crew. Hmm. Um. How far away from this camp are you doing that? Because obviously there are guards that are always on uh, lookout for anyone coming. Um, if you were trying to stealth your way into this camp, you'd probably have to park quite a way away, do some very mm -hmm. successful stealth rolls to get your way into this camp. I'm pretty stealthy. I say we charge right in there and demand it back immediately. Well, that's a terrible idea. What do you say, Bill? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No, sorry. I'll rain <laughs> hellfire on their heads. No, no, that was that was. Well, we've got a some American here. I yeah. think we should make them aware that we're missing some things, and we're not accusing. No, anybody, we're accusing. I am accusing. The last time we had them was before we entered the camp. And we left the camp, and we no longer have them. What's well, only and one so, thing, though, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, yeah, thing. But I guess that's what I'm saying. Just uh, pointing out the logic of the situation to them. Far I, I too diplomatic. They don't deserve our diplomacy at all. They're vicious. They have a whipping tent. For my spirit's sake, let's go. Let's not play their games. We know that they're fucking full of shit and they'll just keep lying to our faces. Let's exactly. Just go in so there. I don't think we can bargain with them, but I don't think we should go in and accuse them either. I think we should try and use a bit of sneaking, a bit of stealth, a bit of investigation. Well, how about you sneak in and pick the lock, get your um, thing, and we'll go and accuse them and probably that will um, get their attention. You want to do both? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you, you sneak around so you're not you should tell them i've seen. died you should tell them i've yes. died and i need to of, of grief sword <laughs> <laughs> i'm just rubbing the potion of slitteriness on myself like what are we doing guys there? No. <laughs> should we go in there it's gonna like slide in i'm gonna be like a fog uh, you guys you guys tell <laughs> me to be tiny you guys tell me what's happening uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and um sneak into the the treasure the treasure wagon as fog all right, so it's, yep. Give me, um, give me a stealth roll. This is going to be for getting past the ring you're, of you're actually hovels. going as fog. Are you going to go as fog? My gosh, don't use those. Al you're burning the fog thing immediately. <laughs> if you, immediately. Look, if you go as fog, you do I, not need a stealth roll. You can just fog your way yeah, yeah. right in. And did we establish he can't pick anything up when he's fog? What is that? What is the yeah, spell say? There's, there. there's no mention of that on the spell. It just says no concentration required. I can end the effect as a bonus action. The, the mm -hmm. potions container seems to hold fog. That's it. The spell? Gain the effect of gaseous form for one hour. Yeah, but um, you need the gaseous form spell. So 
you transform anything along with anything it's wearing and carrying into a misty cloud for the duration. The spell ends if the creature drops to zero hit points and an incorporeal creature isn't affected. While in this form, the target's only method of movement is a flying speed of 10 feet, so you're going very slow. The target can <laughs> enter... The t- target can enter and occupy the space of another creature. The target has resistance to non-magical damage, advantage on strength, dexterity, constitution, saving throws. You can pass through small holes, narrow openings, and even mere cracks, though it treats liquids as if they were solid surfaces, so you can't go through liquids. Uh, the target can't fall and remains hovering in the air, even when stunned or otherwise incapacitated. While in the form of a misty cloud, the target can't talk or manipulate objects, and any objects it was carrying or holding can't be dropped, used, or otherwise interacted with. Oh, no. So you That's a are lot more information than I had. You are you are literally just a gaseous form that can get into things, and then I guess the idea is to sneak into things and then pop back into your yeah. normal form. Why don't I or to escape? Arrogant. Or to escape and and check for the <laughs> All right. check for the check for the, <laughs> check I for say the sword on his person. We, we walk right up to him, we slap him, silly, we grab the hilt, we go! Yeah, I'm with you. While Morley um, sneaks in, normal style, and uh, picks the lock, grabs some treasure to make it... You know, As compensation it for our stress, exactly. All right, all right. Grabs I'll the fucking hilt right. and then we go to the mountain. Okay, Let's so go, I'm, rug team. <laughs> team rug. Give me, so Morley, Morley, you get out of the carriage at the base of this hill and your idea is to stealth past. The rest of the crew is heading up the hill on the carriage. Um, I'll need to get a uh, a stealth with advantage roll from you since the guards are checking this carriage as it's going up the hill. So this is just to get past. Can I take off my... Huh? Can I take off my... Yeah, my 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 outdoor protective <laughs> equipment. Sure. This, so I'm more. <laughs> You're right. You, you could have done that. You could have done that on the on the ride back to the camp. Sure. Didn't know I was going to need to take it off. <laughs> okay. All right. Stealth with advantage. It's a a net twenty. Yeah. <gasps> you you twenty eight. You are not seen at all. Uh, moving past the ring of hovels. Uh, around this camp uh, and the rest of you are in this carriage heading up the hill um, what are you guys doing when you get to the top of the hill I'm pissed yeah. I'm going to yell where's Aragal okay cool um, Morley since you rolled so well I think and with uh, Murican shouting uh, there's enough distraction for you to make your way to this wagon and, and you're confronted with the same two padlocks uh, that you saw uh, Aragal and Luvash unlock so you've got this, you know, you found the exact perfect wagon. It's got the two very heavy duty padlocks on it. Um, you're making some noise, American, and a face you recognize uh, of Luvash um, exits out from um, the tent. And he's sort of shielding himself from the rain, looking out at you. And he's a bit loose on his feet as well. He's like, hey, I'm back. Welcome. Is it time for drown two? Um, Morley, what are you doing with this, uh, wagon? I was wondering if I could, um, tell me if you think this is a stupid idea. Like, shimmy under the wagon and try and kind of clean the wagon out from underneath. Um, I mean, it's got a solid wooden base. If you, how, how would you, what are you trying to, how are you getting through that? 
gaseous form. I've got a crow. I, I, <laughs> I've got a crowbar on me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you you um like a crowbar up a board and remove the board and then just like like Scrooge McDuck like <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean the if, only thing that won't fit through the gap ironically is the chair I'm, I'm afraid Darren <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you I want, just imagine it all falls on top of you like boom yeah I was going to say do you want to like try, have it all fall out or are you just trying to wedge uh, a big enough gap in the wood to be able to get up into the wagon yeah, so you the, the the ground around this wagon is just muddy and filthy from this downpour, um, and so you just zoom underneath this and get to work with your crowbar. Give me a uh, strength roll. Um, American Luvash is heading towards you, encouraging you. Yeah, you're back. Time for round two. What are you saying in return? Um, what am I saying in return? I'm, I'm going to call out... Um, Christ, what's the guy's name? Aluvash. Aragal. Oh, I'm going to say, bring us Aragal. We have quarrel with him. Okay, back with Morley. You've rolled a nine. You're really struggling with the, the wood underneath this, and you can hear Mirican shouting um, at, at uh, Luvash about Ar- Aragal's whereabouts. Um, and what... Luvash says stops you in your tracks he says you just missed him he was off to deliver something to Strahd 